good Thursday morning, or excuse me, Thursday evening. It's 319-2020. I uh, have been off for a little while, not doing podcasts, uh, just kind of scrambling like everybody else has been in relationship to all that is going on. But thank you for tuning in. This is Donovan Bailey, MSLGSW. This is a podcast that I've been wanting to do for the longest. Uh, this is our seventh podcast. Uh, to do this as a social worker, a lot of the concepts in social worker, being a social worker, are so applicable to a lot of things in life. And I also, in combination with my candidacy for Minnesota House 25B, I thought it'd be a great time to start. And so this podcast is about social worky stuff. It certainly is mostly about my run for Minnesota House 25B. This is an opportunity to do some, some things unique to get my voice out there. So certainly this is an opportunity to do that. And also, I think, talk about some interesting things as it relates to our world, as it relates to social work, and certainly as it relates to who I would be as a candidate for Minnesota House 25B. So thank you for tuning in to Donovan Bailey MSLGSW podcast. Housekeeping, if you want to throw any questions at me, you can catch me on Facebook. Um, I do have uh, the Facebook, Donovan Bailey, MSLGSW, and then also YouTube as well. Uh, these shows will be on there. And then this is a Anchor or an Anchor FM podcast. So obviously as a podcast, you can catch uh, this podcast. Well, what's up? What's going on in our communities? Well, there's one thing going on, and it's caught us all off guard or on guard or whatever, it has caught us. And that is the uh, the coronavirus COVID-19. Wow. Two things come to mind as I think of COVID-19 and what we are going through at this moment. Even as this podcast ends, there will be some changes. Unprecedented and an oddly value system. Unprecedented. These two things, these two phrases, two words come to mind: unprecedented, unprecedented, and value system. There is no question that we are in unprecedented, unprecedented times. Our world is. Um, certainly, we've had pandemics before. Um, certainly, we've had other challenges before. Um, but how this has smacked the global society. And it's beginning to do its thing here. Well, not beginning, um, but but doing its thing here in America. It is amazing. And and hopefully we'll get ahead of that. But we would be remiss. And I know we as educated people who are teachers and lawyers and doctors and moms and all of us who, who know are mature, I know we're all used to being able to define something or define a problem and find a solution. But I think just as it is like in the AAA in the AA um, philosophy when you're talking about addiction, that first principle, the first principle of admitting your mistake or admitting who you are, I am an alcoholic. That is the first step in AAA for you to begin. I think we all just have to stop and think. Before we pronounce everything, and we've done this, this is unprecedented. We have been hit with something that is otherworldly. And let's just admit the shock. Let's admit 
the fear. Let's admit it all, not point fingers, but let's admit where we're at. And then let's figure out our value system. And we'll get into this a little bit. I know value is, is sometimes a hard thing to say for some people because it connotates many things. But what's our value system and what's going to get us through this trying time? But that's definitely what's up. Uh, if you haven't heard, this is truly what's up be- because of COVID-19. The Minnesota DFL has changed its convention process to abide by the necessary precautions for safety. Given these new guidelines, local participation is likely, more than likely, local, excuse me, local participation is needed more than ever because they're going to an online ballot process. They will accept mailing ballots, but as I understand it, most of it will be online. So make sure you talk to your local DFL to get the information on that. Um, but because it's online, not everyone has a computer. Not everyone is computer savvy. We need every voice represented. So this is a little concerning as we go into this. So everyone needs to be in the know. And as the DFL rolls this out to endorse its candidates, to get delegates to cast their ballots, um, uh, you need to know about this to make sure other folks are in the know. But basically... The local organizing units will have online ballots, and it's going to be a 10-day period between Saturday, April 25th through May 4th. Saturday, April 25th through May 4th is going to be that online balloting period. So make sure you're in the know. Contact your local DFL about that, and that's going to help with us moving forward. As I say that, don't be surprised as we're dealing with this, and hopefully we will get this COVID-19 under control through social distancing and all that the CDC is telling us to do. But don't be surprised if this goes into the August primary. Don't be surprised if this online process doesn't go into the November general elections. Um, we're all being impacted by this. All of the new and old candidates are being impacted by this because the campaigning is about face-to-face knocking on doors, uh, talking with people, and obviously that whole thing has been nullified, at least temporarily, so we are in new times. But again, remember, it's a 10-day period between April 25th and May 4th. But what else is up? Uh, If you've listened to my other podcasts, you know I've been joking about Rob Manafort, the commissioner of Major League Baseball, and my big uh, pronouncement that he should leave as the commissioner of, of Major League Baseball all on the fact that the Houston Astros cheated in a couple World Series. And and then the biggest issue, not that they cheated, but the fallout. If you watch any of the fallout some two, three weeks ago from both Rob Manafort and then the Houston Astros, it was absolutely hilarious. And as they say, it's not the sin, but it's a cover-up. It was a classic example of the cover-up. But with it in mind, given... Our time, sports is gone anyways, at least temporarily. So maybe in a funny way, I don't have to deal with Rob Manafort from my TV. Hilarious. But if you're a sports lover, and this is one of your outlets to kind of uh, disengage, to uh, uh, just kind of get away for a little bit, we are in a heap of, of challenge, right? Because all of the sports, both local sports all the way up to professional sports, have come to a halt, so we don't have that opportunity to uh, have our outlet. And I'm certainly a, uh, a sports fanatic myself, and I've been able to 
I haven't been able to watch sports as my uh, outlet. But something's going on tonight um, that you should be interested in if you're a March Madness fan. ESPN is hosting college greatest of all time, college basketball's greatest of all time. And how they're doing this is, is both men and women. They're putting 64 men and women in this bracket, right, in this bracket scenario. And they're doing it just like Mark's Madness, all the way down to who would be voted the best college athlete of all time. So if you're if you're a March Madness person, if you love college basketball, this is something to get your eyes on. Again, it's on ESPN called College Basketball's Greatest of All Time. I've been watching it. I actually taped it so I can watch it again once, or at least the rest of it, once I'm done with the podcast. But that's something you can get into. I mean, all the other things that we're seeking to do to kind of distract our time. But it's a really, really cool thing. But as we, as I wanted to get into this podcast, because um, I really think we're in this win-lose time. And it's about values, and our government needs to be a government of values. And let me explain myself just a little bit. You may disagree, um, and certainly you have that right. But every good business, every organization, every nonprofit that is good in doing what they do, they have a set of core values that guide them. Usually it's found in a mission statement or a vision statement that says various things and it, it is it is their 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 foundation and in times of being tried or getting lost they go back to that central value system to stay on task businesses organizations nonprofits sports leagues you name it they have this undergirding value system that guides them and you see it mostly in trying times or tough times or times when they get lost maybe you as a person or a family have a value system. And I'm one that believes that everybody has a value system. Whether it's defined or not, there are some core beliefs or lack thereof that guide why people do what they do. So I think everybody has a value system. They may not know it. They may not be able to define it. Um, but everybody has a value system. Most for most or for a lot of people, it's their faith. Whether it's the Christian faith, Buddhist faith, Muslim faith, that's where they find their core values. It could be from their fa- their family. This is how their family lives, and they have these core values. Um, it could be just their personal culture. They develop. These are my values based off of 18, 20, 30, 70 years of living. This is my value system. Or like a lot of us, and we're being tried right now on this, our American culture has value systems that we all abide by from the largest thing to the smallest thing. There is a value system that undergirds America. And truly, it helps to keep us together in tough times. For America, right, we have the Constitution. We have the Bill of Rights. Both of those things really guide who we are as a people. And you know this, not anything new. Look on your money. It has a concept on there that I think kind of capsulizes our Constitution, and our Bill of Rights. E pluribus unum. Out of many one. E pluribus unum. That is the concept of America. Out of many one. Many many diversities, many uh, religions, many ethnicities, many different peoples, genders, whatever. Out of many one. And we're so unique in that regard. And our Constitution and Bill of Rights 
in the concept of America, whether they wanted to do it, some will debate this or not, was built on this idea of e pluribus unum and our constitution, our policies, and our laws are going to undergird that everybody has this ability to seek out whatever they think is best for them. E out of many, one. A good example of that is the public defender system. Um, we decided um, per law at one point, Gideon versus Wainwright, Wainwright that um, our, our system, no one that is poor and is found within the criminal justice system or have alleged to have done something wrong will not be without rep legal representation. Basically saying it shouldn't be the rich that just get legal representation. I understand in some ways we see that challenge. But our system, our e pluribus unum, our constitution, our bill of rights, our value system said, guess what? We're not going to let poor people get disadvantaged, be disadvantaged through our system. So we're going to create something called the public defender system that covers um, uh, folks, uh, adults who are impoverished and juveniles um, through the legal system. And out of those values came the public defender system, a great system to make sure that all are represented. There's a quote, as I think about this whole values, and we're in a time where our values are being tested. What are our values? We, we are in this unprecedented, and I'll go with it again, time. And as this has hit us all in many ways, some of us still in shock. I'm still in shock at times. It tests, okay, what are my values? What are the things that are important to me when everything else is going away? There's this quote that says, tough times don't last, tough people do. And that's kind of a cliched comment. You get a lot of these comments on Facebook or whatever when you look up quotes, and sometimes they don't have more depth to them. But this is a pretty good quote. Tough times don't last, tough people do. And certainly as we think of values in this time, we as America are being challenged and hopefully, prayerfully, and if we can count on America as we have as we responded in times past, we will be those tough people that last beyond these tough times. But I but I will be honest with you. As an advocate for the indigent, disabled, minority, and the least of these, I can't help but think about this extraordinary new normal in our current times. While we are becoming crippled by this virus. That our world has that has the whole world in this proverbial standstill. Aside from dealing with the global precautions, triaging those in need and healing the sick, which is most, most, most important right now. I'll be honest, my thoughts as an advocate as I am continually go to the what next. What will be the financial impact on those who are already impoverished or challenged in various ways, such as education, health? employment, or even re-entering society from incarceration? What about those challenging mental health, chemical health, or, and we're just turning the corner on their sobriety or making it or getting out of the negativity? What about this? Even those who are, are already isolated, we live in this isolated digital world, um, social media, we're, we're already isolated, kind of the pre-social distancing, if you will. How will this impact us spiritually, socially, 
And even as we look to get beyond this and come back from these unfortunate events, for certain, for certain, if you have not realized it, please realize it now. We are getting a massive view of what life is all about. We're getting a massive view of what humanity is. Dare I say, we are questioning whether you admit it or not, what is the purpose of life? What is the purpose of all this? And we're coming to this realization, what does my life mean for your life? How does my life impact your life? As we are catching up federally, and big applause to our states, our federal government and their work, and may they continue to grow and do. We can point fingers later. Let's triage and get this thing under our belts now. But I, I applaud Governor Walls and many folks that have, have done some great things getting this under wraps, but we're certainly only at the beginning. Perhaps brash, prideful, and ignorant, I have the confidence in our Minnesota Walls, Governor Walls, and the overall attack in this un charted, unprecedented territory. We will suffer losses we are starting to see. But a brighter day will emerge, and that's my American value. That's, that's what I feel. However, will disparities in various areas for the impoverished and the, the minority still be overwhelming? Moreover, will it be catastrophic because the what next will evolve into a socioeconomic virus of me and mine, of bootstraps. Pick yourself up by your own bootstraps. Leaders are needed for sure. Values are needed for sure. And may our leaders be able to govern us, not only with policy and law, but give us a sense of American value that is storybook, storybook and analogous to the historic and iconic moments we all look back on perhaps even like the greatest generation that led us through the World War II. As we are in this stage of national challenge, may we perhaps remember, may we perhaps remember our faith roots, maybe the views that you got from your family, maybe it's a faith in America, maybe it's a faith that you learned from just a life, a journey in this life, and you have those core values. Maybe it's just that you're a great person, you've been around... Whatever it is, may we remember our values so it can take us through these times. In respect to Dr. King's phrase and against uh, the enemy of this pandemic and what might become a holistic hoarding as we deal with the aftermath, may we use the weapon of love to kill the enemy, not only of this virus, but of our tendency at times to think of me and mine. May our values undergird us during this time. So certainly, tough times don't last. Tough people do. But as a lot of these quotes go, they leave a little bit behind. As I said, I would add in, tough times don't last. Tough people with values do. I'm not a pastor, motivational speaker, or what have you. But if I had anything to say to us as a people right now, as we deal with this challenging time, tough times come. We, we've been woken up to that, right? Be a person of value. Find your value. Find your values, plural. And in these uncertain times, I guarantee you it's going to give you certainty. 
My name is Donovan Bailey. I'm running for Minnesota House 25B. I have a very bold platform, and I'm not running away from it. And even our times has pushed me to it even more. And that is diversity, inclusion, equity, and cultural competence. Advocating for the least of these and making sure that they have a platform in all that we do. I truly feel if we undergird the least of these, we build a platform for everybody in our world. That's my platform, my education. I've, I have a master's in education leadership. Um, working on my PhD in um, uh, community and social services. Various experience. I've been a police officer. Currently, I work as a social worker. I've been on various committees, both here locally and statewide. Um, done a lot of things that I can add to our house, our governance here in Minnesota. But mostly my passion derives from this quote. And I think it is so needed for our day today. Senator Wellstone said, we all do better when we all do better. We need that value system from that quote to undergird us in this Minnesotan and this American ethic to get us through these tough times. And I think it needs to undergird every policy as we get beyond this and move on to greater times that we make sure that we everybody's doing great so we all can do great. That is why I'm running. My name is Donovan Bailey, and I'm running for Minnesota House 25B. Make sure you know up next, balloting will occur online again over a 10-day period, April 25th through May 4th. Contact your local DFL office if you have questions. This process is totally new, and they had to go to this given our unfortunate times. As you do that, I want you to consider to be a delegate for Donovan Bailey, support Donovan Bailey, vote for Donovan Bailey. No doubt if I get into office, I will be advocating for the least of these all of Minnesotans, but certainly building an ethic that is that is all-inclusive to everyone in our great state. My website is Donovan Bailey for Minnesota House District 25B.com. And you can check me out there. You can check me out on my YouTube. You can check me out on my Facebook at Donovan Bailey MSLGSW. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you to Ben Sound for the music. Everyone, please. Keep safe. Thank you.